ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम अज्ञानतिरांधस ज्ञानांजन शलाखया चक्षुन्मीलिता तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित येन भूतले स्वयं रूप कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरोश्री युतपदकमल श्रीगुरून वैष्णवांश श्रीरूपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथाजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्ता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाकाधाकमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदवनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाछाकलतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नम ओं विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामीने नमस्ते सारस्वती देव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चातरिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे वेलकम टू द एथ एपिसोड ऑफ द श्रेषोपनिषद सीरीज एंड टुडेज टॉपिक इज मंत्र नंबर सेवन वर्ड टू वर्ड रीड फ्रॉम हियर यस्मिन सर्वाणि भूतानि आत्मा अभूत विजानत तत्र कह मोह कह शोक एक अनुपश्यत नौ लाइन बाय लाइन यस्वाणी भूता आत्मैवाजानता त्रको मोह कह शोक एक अनुपश्यत यस्वाणी भूता आत्मैवाजानता त्रको मोह कह शोक एक अनुपश्यत कैमरा 
यस्मिन इन द सिचुएशन सर्वाणी ऑल भूतानी लिविंग एंटिटीज आत्मा द चित्तकण और स्पिरिचुअल स्पार्क एवं ओनली अभूत एग्जिस्ट एज विजानत ऑफ वन हु नोज तत्र दैरन कह व्हाट मोह इल्यूजन कह व्हाट मोह सॉरी शोक एंगजाइटी एकत्वम वननेस एंड क्वालिटी अनुपश्यत ऑफ वन हु सीज थ्रू अथॉरिटी और वन हु सीज कॉन्स्टेंटली लाइक दैट ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बाइज दिवैंग्रेस एसी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की जय translation one who always sees all living entities as spiritual sparks in quality one with the lord becomes a true knower of things what then can be illusion or anxiety for him <clears throat> so we'll map the english and the sanskrit yasmin sarvani bhutani atmaiva bhut vijanatah one who always sees always sees is anupashyatah See, one who constantly sees like that, anudinam. We have seen in the nectar of instruction mantra eight. Anudinam means every day, and anupashyatah means um, yesterday we have seen to see to systematically see according to the authority. Just like we have seen the example of the sun or the spoon seemingly bent. when it is half immersed in water so these are not actually uh, true but our eyes tell us that it is bent so with so that's just seeing is not systematically seeing seeing and then confirming it according to the knowledge of science then we know actually the spoon is not bent when it is half immersed in water so similarly the sun is not um, just a small spot in the sky but it's a very very big planet many millions of times the size of the earth so <clears throat> that is called systematically seeing uh, according to authority shastra chakshus so the, the greatest authority is the vedic literature and to see everything through the lens of the vedic scriptures that is called shastra chakshus and that is actually the real way to see because the scriptures never make a mistake because the word of krishna themselves so anupashyatah means to constantly see and to also systematically see it properly so one who always sees all living entities as spiritual sparks atma atma eva bhut becomes a true knower of things vijanatah of one who knows you see vijanatah of one who knows what then can be illusion or anxiety for him tatra ko moha kah shoka ko means kah because of the sandhi it becomes ko because of um, the consonant here it is sibilant so it remains kah so tatra ko moha kah shoka actually it is kah moha kah shoka so 
Komohakasho. So where is moha means illusion and shoka means anxiety or lamentation. So where is the illusion or lamentation for such a person who knows and who always sees systematically that everything, all living entities are spiritual sparks in quality. Ekatvam anupashataha. They see ekatvam, oneness, but not the faulty oneness that Sankracharya had preached. He preached that the um, oneness means we are one with God, as good as Him, um, in quantity and quality. So that is a mistake. That's why one of the Vaishnava Sampradayas, the philosophy Shuddha Advaita, Shuddha Advaita, pure oneness. Because Shankaracharya's oneness is impure explanation of oneness. So pure oneness is that the Lord, in Him there is no duality, like we have seen His anger and His uh, love is the same, his walking and not walking is the same. There is no difference and all his senses are interchangeable. So in that way, there is complete unity. It's not that here duality means if this is in one way, this is in one way. When, you, when this is there, this cannot be there. This is there, this cannot be there. You know, like if it is cold, it is not hot. If it is not, if it is hot, it is not cold. But or when one is angry, he is not friendly. If he is if he is friendly, he is not angry. But Krishna, everything, he is at the same time. Like all those four different personality traits. Dhirodhata, Dhira Lalita, what is that? Dhira Prashanta and Dhirodhata. So these things are, um, these contradictory traits are there in Krishna, but in complete harmony. So this is called Ekatvam. And another Ekatvam is, we we are also one with the Lord, just like, in a family, that, that is explained in the purport today, in the family, the interest is one. There are individuals in the family, but the interest of the family is one. Or in a, in, in a country, the national interest is one. So, you know, we, we, we tend to project ourselves as one nation, you know. So, this is patriotism. So, these are imperfect ideas, but real oneness is when we can extend that idea to the Lord. Not just a limited sphere of family or nation. No. The all the entire creation and the creator of this creation, that is Krishna. So when we extend our this conception of oneness to the Lord, that means what now the entire creation is our family. So in that way we have in a, we are in agreement with whatever the Lord is saying. So the mission is the same. Like Krishna came, Dharma Samsthapanarthaya Sambhavami Yuge Yuge. And like Prabhupada came, he is also doing the same thing. Dharma samsthapana arthaya. Some, you know. So, he is spreading the same thing, same message as what Krishna uh, came to speak. So, in that way, there is ekatvam. It's like in the beginning of Bhagavad Gita, Krishna wanted the war to happen. Arjuna did not want the war to happen. So, there is no ekatvam. There is no agreement. And finally, after hearing the Bhagavad Gita, there was ekatvam. Yes, I will do as you say. So that complete agreement, Sarvameta Dritam Manya Yanmam Vadasi Keshava, Nahite Bhagavan Vyaktim Vidur Devanadanava. So that Ekatvam, that complete agreement with Krishna, that is Ekatvam Anupashataha. We have to see Ekatvam oneness systematically according to previous Acharyas and not be misled. So just Ekatvam is not um, the right thing. Ekatvam Anupashataha. In terms of what the Acharyas, especially the Vaishnava Acharyas have laid down.
नाउ पर्पोर्ट एक्सेप्ट फॉर द मध्यमाधिकारी एंड उत्तमाधिकारी डिस्कस्ड अबव नो वन कैन करेक्टली सी द स्पिरिचुअल पोजिशन ऑफ अ लिविंग बींग इंपॉर्टेंट कनिष्ठ अधिकारी कैनॉट सी द रियल पोजिशन ऑफ अ लिविंग एंटिटी वॉट स्टेट इज ही एंड वॉट इज इज एडवांसमेंट ही कैनॉट सी प्रॉपरली बट इवन अ मध्यमाधिकारी वॉट टू स्पीक ऑफ एन उत्तमाधिकारी कैन सी the real nature the real uh, what is that the spiritual position of a living being uh, madhyam adhikari also can see that's why he knows how to act uttam adhikari he of course he he sees in a much more purer way <clears throat> so both madhyam adhikari and uttam adhikari can see the kanishtha adhikari and everybody else less than the kanishtha adhikari the you know, the yogis gyanis and the karmis none of them can see <clears throat> the living entities are qualitatively qualitatively one with the supreme lord just as the sparks of a fire are qualitatively one with the fire so what is this qualitative oneness so that means the same quality like in an ocean there is 35% salt in the water of the ocean now whether you take tons of water from the pacific ocean or a drop of water from the pacific ocean 35% of salt is there in both so that quality is the same whether big or small but the quantity of course this droplet has uh, you know milligrams of water and the, the you know the pacific ocean itself has tons and tons and millions and trillions of tons of water so quantity wise vast difference quality wise same so and the other example is here set sparks of a fire now fire has what has heat has light uh, so the sparks also have heat and light but a fire would would burn you know a big fire would burn you know an entire house or even an entire city sometimes depending on the size of the fire but a spark if it falls on a say cloth it will make a hole that's it so the burning burning um, tendency quality is there in both but the amount of burning that it can do that is very less the spark compared to the fire so similarly so the same this is called qualitative oneness but quantitative difference achintya bheda abheda tatva bheda and abheda bheda means different abheda means same non different so achintya achintya means um, inconceivable so we are inconceivably one and different from the lord without heat and light there is no meaning to fire but heat and light are not fire so in this way we have to understand systematically that there is a oneness and difference difference and non difference so that is the proper understanding that the vaishnavas have so just as sparks of a fire are qualitatively one with the fire yet sparks are not fire as far as quantity is concerned for the quantity of heat and light present in the sparks is not equal to that in fire the mahabhagavata the great devotee sees oneness in the sense that he sees everything as the energy of the supreme lord hmm. he sees everything as the energy of the supreme lord 
since there is no difference between the energy and the energetic, there is the sense of oneness. Although from the analytical point of view, heat and light are different from fire, there is no meaning to the word fire without heat and light. In synthesis, therefore, heat, light and fire are, are the same. So they are the same in one sense because what is fire without heat and light? It is not fire. But again, heat and light are not fire. So you see how it is one and different at the same time. So that's how we are one and different from the Lord. In this mantra, the words Ekatvam Anupashyataha indicate that one should see the unity of all living entities from the viewpoint of the revealed scriptures. Important thing, important point. One should see the unity of all living entities from the viewpoint of the revealed scriptures. And if we don't view from the viewpoint of revealed scriptures, if we want to make artificially oneness, it will fail. Like now there is an incident in the United States about blacks you know, being um, uh, discriminated against. <clears throat> so, these things will continue to happen uh, when there is no viewpoint from the Shastras, when there is no understanding from the Shastras. And um, Ekatvam, like um, Shankaracharya's Ekatvam, oneness, that is not from the Shastras. He has manufactured his own viewpoint. That's why Lord Shiva said, I have bewildered, actually we will see. So there are different people who want to, uh, what is that, um, convey the idea of oneness in their own ways. Like philanthropists, they want to convey oneness in the form of humanity. Um, then uh, racism, I mean, um, like get get out the bond, I mean, what is that? Remove the boundaries of racism or gender or um, species sometimes. Uh, to an extent, they fight for animal rights. So, in this way, they want to do, um, they want to fight for Ekatvam. But it will not be perfect, that whole conception, although it is a step seemingly in the right direction, but still it is on the wrong platform. Seeking oneness is good, but not on the bodily platform. Just because we are humans, we are all one. No, what about the animals? And okay, animals, then what about the plants? So, everything, and what about the nature? And whatever everything. So it all comes to perfection when we have oneness with the Lord. Oneness means qualitative oneness, that we are his family. That's why Vasudhaiva Kutumbakam, the whole world is one family. And in, in what terms? They say universal brotherhood. They want to have this universal brotherhood on different platforms, on the bodily platform or on the soul platform, like as in Sankracharya's philosophy, but again, not taking into account the super soul. When Krishna is saying in the 14th chapter, 4th verse of Bhagavad Gita, Aham Bija Pradha Pita, I am the seed giving father of everyone. So our unity is because he is our father. But if you take out the father and if you want to have unity without the father, that's when it all that when it all falls apart. And that's why Ekatvam Anupashyataha means we should not do, we should not try to see Ekatvam in the bodily platform or on even the um, impersonalist platform. We have to come to the personalist platform and then see the real oneness. So now, <clears throat> let's see 
um, for example, United Nations. United Nations, they want to be also one, united. What is uno? Uno means, you know, in, in uh, I think Latin, it is one. So, uh, numero uno, I think they say uh, in Mexican or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just guessing. So, one, uno means one. So, unity means one. United Nations, we all become one, you know, we unite. But, you know, the wars, the cold wars, the trade wars, whatever it is, it's all happening. There's no oneness. Every country is its, to, to its own. And um, as long as we think like that, there is not going to be any oneness. Nothing is going to come out of those big, big um, conferences in the United Nations. Nothing is going to come out. It will be a complete, total failure. And as Prabhupada pointed out, that the number of flags in the United Nations building is only increasing. United Nations means like Parikshit Maharaj, until the time of Parikshit Maharaj, Yudhishthir Maharaj and until the time of Parikshit Maharaj, one emperor for the entire planet. So, until 5000 years ago, there was only one emperor for the entire planet. That is real United Nations. Everybody unite under one king, one emperor. So, that is United Nations. And everybody was, uh, and also not that the emperor, Parishit Maharaj or Yudhishthir Maharaj, they thought that they were the supreme controller and they tried to exploit the people. Not at all. They saw themselves as, um, what is that, instruments in the hands of the Lord and executed the Lord's desire. And they remained instruments. So, that such kings are called Rajarshis. They are saintly kings who execute only the purpose of the Lord, who rule the entire kingdom on the principles of uh, Shastra, Scripture. So, that is the proper way how unity can be achieved. But this unity on the bodily platform, it will fail. It will fail. Now, they want to have unity on gender platform. Oh, we are all equal. Women's liberation, this liberation, that liberation. Now, now gays have come. Now, all kinds of uh, transgender people have come. They were fighting for their unity. We also want to have equal rights. And then, you know, they, some are fighting for animal rights. So, in this way, they are try ha- trying to have this unity, inclusive workforce, whatever they are trying to do, you know. So, these things will always remain imperfect. See, a pure devotee does not need these movements of, uh, what is that, um, uh, what a gay parade or, or a women's liberation parade or the, uh, or the what is that, uh, Black Lives Matter, which is on what they are doing now in the United States. So, these movements are not required for a pure devotee because a pure devotee already sees, what is that? Vidya Vinaya Sampanne Brahmane Gavihastini Shuni Chaivashva Pakecha Panditaha Samadarshinaha 5th chapter 18th verse The humble sages by virtue of true knowledge see with equal vision a learned and gentle Brahmana a cow, an elephant, a dog and a dog eater, outcast. So he sees everybody equal. So he doesn't need these movements that women's lives matter, gays' lives matter, or black lives matter, animals' lives matter. He doesn't need, because he already sees this. That is the um, beauty of devotional service. Because he already sees on the platform of the soul, but they are trying to have this equality on the platform of the body. Like, now they are saying black lives matter. But, at the same time, the animal lives don't matter, because they are being slaughtered every day. You see, that's imperfection there. Whereas, a devotee, 
devotee has all good qualities automatically. Fifth Canto, 18th Chapter, 12th Verse Yasyasti Bhaktir Bhagavatya Kinchana Sarvair Gunais Tatra Samasate Suraha Harava Bhaktasya Kuto Mahadguna Manorathe Nasati Dhavato Bahihi See, all the demigods and their exalted qualities such as religion, knowledge and renunciation become manifest. So, see, all the exalted qualities such as religion, knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the body of one who has developed unalloyed devotion for the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vasudeva. Okay, let's understand this. See, all the exalted exalted qualities such as religion, knowledge, knowledge means this is where the knowledge, seeing everybody equal is what? Vidya Vinaya Sampanya, the real knowledge. And that knowledge comes from dharma, real dharma, Sanatan dharma, uh, which Krishna is, without dharma there is no knowledge. Without dharma our life is animal life. Hmm? So, dharma means dharmam tusakshat bhagavat pranitam and the instructions, the message of Krishna, God, that is real knowledge. And when we accept it, then we will have real knowledge. We will come back here. We will quickly go to the Bhagavad Gita. You see an important point here. Yoma meva masamudho janati purushottamam sasarvavid bhajatimam sarvabhave nabharata. Whoever knows me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, without doubting, is the knower of everything. He therefore engages himself in full devotional service to me, O son of Bharata. See that? Whoever knows me, whoever knows Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, without doubting, is the knower of everything. So once you know Krishna, you know everything. Everything in its proper perspective. You see, become manifest in the body of See, religion, knowledge and renunciation also. Real knowledge means Vairagya Vidya Nijabhakti Yoga. So, if there is real knowledge, then it will cause real detachment from the material way of life. Because knowledge means not to have these degrees, that is not knowledge. Those are just skills, skills of how to earn a livelihood. That is not considered as knowledge at all. Knowledge means to understand who am I. Even a PhD holder, a big scientist, he doesn't know who he is. So, he hasn't even started his education. He is still an uneducated fool. Uh, he is just maybe having some skills, but he is not educated. Uh, skills and education is, or knowledge is totally different. See that? So, this is to be understood. So, knowledge means self-awareness. Who am I first? Nowadays, I have seen motivational speakers and you know, some mundane psychologists, they have their own definition of self-awareness. Self-awareness, they think, is or they define as um, self-awareness means to understand who you are in the sense that whether you are an artist or whether you are a musician or whether you are, what is the talent that you have and uh, chase that talent and, and become great in that. You know, don't become a uh, you know, like a like a system, like you know, only engineer or doctor or you know, uh, you know, the, the kind of thing. Don't go into a set path. Be self-aware. If if you if your passion is for music or if your passion is for this, then then go for that. So these kind of things they are saying. 
and that they are defining as self-awareness but we are not talking about that at all. Self-awareness means who, who is the self first of all, who are you? Not who are you in relation with your family, in relation with your talents, in relation with your country or your gender, no, that's, not, that's not the point at all. Who are you as a person beyond all these designations? What is that? Sarvopadhi vinirmuktam tatparatvena nirmalam rishikena rishikesham sevanam bhakti ruchate. So, that is real um, identity. So, that we have to understand. Without understanding that, there is no, there is no knowledge there. So, once we have that knowledge, then automatically good behavior follows because he will act on that knowledge. We all act, everybody, even the thief or the, the greatest criminal or the greatest, you know, um, you know, uh, what is that, Nobel Prize or whatever, or even the greatest devotee, Brahmana, you know, Vaishnava or even Chandala, everybody is working according to their own convictions. They are convinced about their own, what they are doing. Uh, they, they think they have to do like that. You know. So, everybody has, is acting according to his own convictions. But because those convictions are not based on knowledge, they are going to wrong or unfavorable destinations. So, if we are educated, then we will have proper convictions, proper understanding and we will act on those understandings. So, therefore, knowledge is very important and our determination to follow the knowledge uh, in, the, in, the, in the directions and instructions that are laid out in the Shastras, I have to follow them. So, that determination also should be there. Then, everything will fall in place. So, when one has knowledge that everybody is a soul, then automatically he sees everybody equal. Whereas, although they may try to make equal like black lives matter or women lives matter or gay lives matter or animal lives matter, again, they are just exploiting. Uh, they, will, they will always have imperfect uh, results from that because they are not extending it. They are extending it in bigger circles of selfishness, extended selfishness, but it should, it should extend all the way to Krishna then it is perfect, then it is perfect. Hmm. <clears throat> so, a devotee has all good qualities. On the other hand, a person devoid of devotional service and engaged in material activities has no good qualities. Even if he is adept, that means expert or very good at, even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga or the honest endeavor of maintaining his family. So, even if he is expert at honestly maintaining his family um, and relatives, he must be driven by his own mental speculations and must engage in the service of the Lord's external energy. How can there be any good qualities in such a man? Again, why is it said like this? Try to understand again that story which we have repeated many times, the story of the four thieves who went and stole and came back and the leader said, let us divide this whole thing, whatever you have all stolen, please bring it and put it in front and let us distribute equally. We have to be equal, we have to be fair, we have to be honest. You know, he was talking about all moral codes. When the property on which their whole morality is based 
is on is on an immoral platform so what is the use of morality on an immoral platform the whole thing is immoral the base the first step is just like in a mathematical you know problem solving if you get the first step wrong just a small mistake the answer will be very very different from what it should be so even though the next steps all the steps are correct if the first step is wrong the answer will be wrong hmm. so the first step if is if it is based on immorality non acceptance of god non submissiveness to god if we start on that um platform and if we try to be moral after that everything is a failure उट so does that mean that they are actually good no they are thieves no matter what they were they may say they are thieves we will only brand them as thieves the law will see that these people are thieves whether among themselves they are honest and you know equal and fair among themselves among the four of them but the law of the land uh, will always see them as thieves similarly we may think that oh they, they, he is a nice person or he is a good person actually nobody is good unless he is a devotee of course a devotee sees good in everybody that he has a good tendency which can make him a devotee in that way he will see good in people and try to you know make him a devotee but otherwise there is no good anywhere so this good and bad these are all our own mental speculations so you see this 912 मोघाशा मोघकर्माणो मोघज्ञान विचेतस राक्षसी मासुरीम छैव दिस वर्ड आई फॉरगॉट राक्षसी मासुरीम छैव प्रकृतिम मोहिनीम श्रताह दोस हु आर दस बिविल्डेड एंड अट्रैक्टेड सॉरी दोस हु आर दस बिविल्डेड आर अट्रैक्टेड बाय डेमोनिक एंड एथिस्टिक व्यूज इन दैट डिल्यूडेड कंडीशन देयर होप्स फॉर लिबरेशन देयर फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज एंड देयर कल्चर ऑफ नॉलेज सो कॉल्ड दे आल्सो हैव कल्चर ऑफ नॉलेज एंड मैनर्स एंड एवरीथिंग यू नो एटिकेट everything they are all defeated so without dharma we cannot have any meaning to life everything will be on a false platform so we will see good and bad and in this and that but actually there is nothing good in this material world where there is sense gratification there is nothing good that's why it is said shrimad bhagavatam says 11284 i think kim bhadram kim abhadram va dvaitasya vastunah kiyat vachoditam tad anritam manasadhyatam evacha that which is expressed by material words or meditated upon by the material mind is not ultimate truth what therefore is actually good or bad within this insubstantial world of duality what therefore is actually good or bad within this insubstantial insubstantial world it's a insubstantial 
the world itself is not substantial it's not it's insubstantial it's, for example if i say i had a you know um i was very rich in this dream that i had you know or i was very poor or i did something foolish in my dream or i did something very great in my dream however good or bad or you know however valuable or not valuable it may seem in a dream how much valuable is the dream the dream is insubstantial it is not it doesn't exist it it the whole good and bad is existing on a non existing platform so how much ever your dream was good or bad or you know um whether you were happy in the dream or whether you were sad in the dream or whether you were fearful in the dream it was just a dream it was just a dream it it is not the truth so what is the point trying to delve on all this good and bad of this world when everything is actually false anyway hmm what therefore is actually good or bad within this insubstantial world of duality and how can the extent of such good and bad be measured how can you now take the example of a dream how can you measure uh, how good that dream was or how bad the dream was what is the point what is the point in even doing that it's just a dream hmm. so similarly what is good and what is bad uh a what is that a bhala manda this is no not this you see chaitanya charitamrita uh, antilila fourth chapter 176th verse dvaite bhadra bhadra gyan sab manodharma ऐ भालो ऐ मंद ऐ शब भ्रम सी इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड कॉन्सेप्शन ऑफ गुड एंड बैड आर ऑल मेंटल स्पेक्युलेशन देर फॉर सेंग दिस इज गुड एंड दिस इज बैड इज ऑल अ मिस्टेक प्रभुपा गिव द एग्जाम्पल ऑफ ड्राई स्टूल एंड वेट स्टूल सो इन इंडिया इन द इन द यू नो रूरल प्लेसेस द पीपल यूज इज पास टूल इन द इन द ओपन लैंड in the open land when no nobody goes usually and there they used to pass tool and by midday the sun will be very bright now out the outer side of the stool <laughs> as this as disgusting as it may sound but the outer side of the stool will become dry and the inside is still wet now if we say that oh this side is better than the outside is better than the inside because it dry that is wet what it is all stool nothing is good there it is a stool so to say good or bad in this world it is actually a, a mistake because everything in this world is actually bad therefore a devotee must become very pessimistic uh, about hoping anything in this material world there is no hope in this material world uh, to have some hope you know have some you know thing that something will become better he 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 has to uh, devotee has to learn how to see not just in, in hope you know if somebody says oh you look at that beautiful um, woman or a girl now a devotee must be pessimistic what is that it is just like a um, what is this uh, sankracharya has explained nari stana bhara nabhi desham you know he, that verse is the nari stana bhara nabhi desham दृष्टवामोहावेशम एक सवसादि विकार 
manasi vichintaya varam varam so he said what is what is the beauty don't be illusioned by the supposed beauty of a woman the breasts the waist and all these attractive features are just transformations of fat flesh and other disgusting elements so we should not be overly attracted to these things these are all impermanent things they're just a packaging of they are just well packaged uh, rubbish you know if you package rubbish in a nice you know like a like a gift wrap and inside is a stool then you know <laughs> as nicely it may have been packaged but inside is some rubbish so that's how actually this material world is maya maya means the real naked truth of maya is very disgusting but just like if you cut open the body what is there inside it's horrible things you know when you know they are called gory scenes you know when there is some violence they say oh this is not for the faint hearted because it's going to be you're going to see some gory scenes you know some maybe some shooting or maybe some you know um i mean you know, the body splitting apart or whatever it is so these are not for the faint so actually that is what our body is made of all horrible things nobody likes to even see them but because there is a covering of the skin everything looks very beautiful so this is the you know how krishna you know through maya is bewildering us maya is bewildering us so we should see everything in the, in such pessimistic manner uh, then we will understand the real pessimistic means not just uh, a, a cynical person and then become a, a depressing depressed person no come in comparison to the real beauty of krishna the real eternity of krishna and the real knowledge of krishna everything comparatively in this material world is is not substantial whereas krishna everything is substantial so that is what uh, we need to be aware of the reality of krishna consciousness then we can see everything in this pessimistic pessimistic manner if you just artificially try to see everything in a pessimistic manner but we don't have the uh, higher taste of the real truth of the beautiful truth uh, of krishna then we will we will we will fall uh, so that is just uh, aversion to materialistic life so raga and dvesha both are bad so the the pessimism pessimism of a devotee is not based on dvesha but just to see in its true form in its actual uh, in in truth what is actually the material world it is not about his creating an opinion about the material nature no but to but to understand the naked truth of the material nature despite its very attractive packaging very glittering attractiveness we should see the real truth if we see the real truth of the material world we will understand that there is nothing worth pursuing in this material world there is nothing worth pursuing there is nothing worth possessing no so that we will understand uh, if we understand the truth so with that truth then we can see pe- with pessimism the whole material world at the same time we are not affected by raga and dvesha dvesha means to hate to not like it and raga means to have attachment for it both are actually two sides of the same coin dvesha hate something when you hate something you are also thinking of it you are attached to it negatively 
when you hate somebody very badly you're always thinking of that person so you're actually thinking of that person that means you're attached to that person but not in a in an affectionate way but in a inimical way you're attached to that person so that's why dvesha is also attachment negative attachment and raga is positive attachment hmm. so but both are bad hmm. because both are actually attachment to be out of that raga and dvesha raga dvesha vimukta istu vishayan indriya ischaran atma vashyer vidheyatma prasadam adhigachati of Bhagavad Gita but a person free from all attachment and aversion and able to control his senses through regulative principles of freedom can obtain the complete mercy of the Lord so we can obtain the complete mercy of the Lord only when we are free from attachment and aversion and aversion being another side of attachment so that pessimism when we are talking about of the devotee is based on true knowledge because that is the actual reality there's no it's not an opinion to think that oh that's a beautiful woman that is an opinion that is not based on reality in fact that is attachment but to have the pessimistic idea that what is this after all so this is actually the reality of it so that is on based on reality it's not about, again dvesha it's not to hate the woman it's not about hate it's about having true knowledge and when one has true knowledge will they will understand that what is the use of being attached that's why there is this verse very nice verse in shrimad bhagavatam 8 canto 22nd chapter 9th verse kemaatmananena jahati yantatah kim riktaharaih svajanakhyadasyubhi kim jayaya samsriti hetu bhutaya Uh, last line kim amartyasya gehai kim kim hayusho vyayah you see martyasya gehai so <clears throat> see in the translation what is the use of the material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life so of course there is some use of the material body that is to engage in the service of the lord but that engaging in the service of the lord can be done by the spirit soul without the material body but in the human body we can so there is use but to combat the um, thought of sense sense gratification one has to think like this because we we spend so much money for the material body so much money if something happens health wise we will spend thousands we don't hesitate to spend even we take borrow back borrow still we somehow pay the hospital bills right that's for the body and um for our education so called what is the education actually it's not education it is a wrong terminology in fact it is just learning a few skills of livelihood that's all they what they're learning what we are what we were taught in school is just uh, livelihood that too in a very very inefficient ineffective way but what we were taught exactly was livelihood how to earn a livelihood not how to live a life so that earning a livelihood we call it education why we spend so much money on that ed- uh, so called education that earning i mean learning how to earn a livelihood why because to earn a livelihood to maintain this body so to just for this body we are spending so much money you know we are so attached to this body actually 
that's why this verse is there what is the use of the material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life and what is the use of all one's family members who are actually plunderers taking away money that is useful for the service of the lord in spiritual opulence you see how how we have to see of course this is for the materialistic uh, people who you know have family members who are not devotees devotee family members means they must use everything in krishna's service and that kind of family life is not condemned hmm it's not condemned but especially when you know family members are all you know taking money first of all we ourselves have to be a devotee and if after being a devotee and we all the even if you're not a devotee anything that comes money extra any money that is extra then what is absolutely necessary for our sustenance is a gift for us to serve to use it in service of krishna it's actually a blessing for us uh, on us upon us by the lord so that we can use all that money for the lord's service that is actually the real purpose of our extra wealth if we are at all endowed with extra wealth than what is just uh, needed for our maintenance that is to be used for uh, krishna's service but the family members they will take i want this i want that i want this i want that you know this is swajanakya dasyu to give to krishna one does not have anything but for family members he will spend so much so this is called robbery that money is actually the lord's money and he is the enjoyer of that money you not we uh, we should always whether brahmacharya or grihastha vanaprastha sanyas we should always know that isha vasam idam sarvam uh, brahmacharya of course when begging you know outside all the money goes to the temple nothing goes to him in grihastha life yes because there is some uh, maintenance of family members 50% is allowed to keep because of that the rest he has to give again ishavasamitam sarvam uh, so that is actual way of living but then uh when the i mean the family members take away everything and nothing is left for the service of the lord then what is that it has been robbed from us so that is swajanakya dasyu dasyu means thieves but swajanakya thieves who are called family members what is the use of a wife she is only the source of increasing material conditions and what is the use of family home country and community attachment for them merely wastes the valuable energy of one's lifetime so this is the way how we should understand uh, we have to be pessimistic pessimistic <laughs> especially in brahmachari life one has to be absolutely he has to think like this this verse is very good for you know a person who is seriously considering brahmachari life he is always should always think what is the use what is the use of going into this family life then he has to see how you know in different families when you know when he sees there so many difficulties in this family that family this family that family we have to see and just see how cumbersome it can become you know because it's easy to see that oh oh they have that problem i will not have that problem we may say but we will have another problem if you just see how many different kinds of problems are there in family life sometimes the husband and wife don't go along well or even if they get along well the in-laws won't get along well and they will cause problems within the family or if everything is going on well maybe some accident happens or if if accident does not happen maybe they don't have children 
or if children have maybe you know some bad child you know who is a mischievous child or maybe sometimes um, mentally deformed or physically deformed or something like that can happen or you know anything can happen anything can happen like sometimes then the, the the man becomes devotee the woman does not want or the woman becomes devotee the man does not want and if the parents become devotee the children don't want the children want to be a devotee the, fa- the parents don't want you know the amount of um, and sometimes it is just like everything is good but just suddenly just something goes bad or they are they, this family said something to this family and then they both are fighting now you know in this way there is no end to miseries in family life there is no end that's why it is said what is that so we are side tracking a bit on how we should see pessimistically but that that is required you know that is how a devotee should see गृहेशु कूट धर्मेशु दुख तंत्रे स्वतंत्रता कुरवन दुख प्रतिकारम सुख वनमन्यते गृही दी अटैच्ड हाउस होल्डर रिमेंस इन हिज फैमिली लाइफ व्हिच इज फुल ऑफ डिप्लोमेसी एंड पॉलिटिक्स ऑलवेज स्प्रेडिंग मिजरीज एंड कंट्रोल्ड बाय एक्ट्स ऑफ सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन ही एक्ट्स जस्ट टू काउंटरएक्ट द रिएक्शंस ऑफ ऑल हिज मिजरीज एंड इफ ही कैन सक्सेसफुली काउंटरएक्ट सच मिजरीज ही थिंक्स दैट ही इज हैप्पी दिस इज द डेफिनेशन ऑफ हैप्पीनेस there will be character problems you know somebody will be more bossy somebody will be you know more or somebody will be more abusive you know there are unending problems in family life although mostly one has to go into family life because not many people can be um, remaining brahmachari very very few it is a very rare breed you know and nowadays it's almost extinct extinct species <laughs> so um one has to go but still even if one is in the family life one has to still still always think of how to pray to krishna how to detach eventually from his family life it's not easy to think like that one has to be very very strong and especially blessed by krishna to think like that hmm. at the same time it is not that he 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 runs away from the duties he has to still perform his duties at the same time he should meditate and pray to krishna that when can i fully surrender to you Mm, so that that is to be understood so <clears throat> always spreading miseries and controlled by acts of sense gratification he acts just to counteract re- the reactions of all his miseries and also in grihastha life you know one has to go earn money and entire life is gone there he doesn't have opportunity to serve he doesn't have opportunity to hear sometimes i see even you know full time devotees they they have family when there is child and the child starts crying and cannot sit in the class you cannot sit in the class they have to go of course they have to go they you know the child will create a ruckus in the class but you see again the chance of hearing is lost there will be so many distractions in family life so many therefore one should understand although usually one has one has to go through family life but still we have to understand that's why in the family life there is constant invitation for sadhus to please come and have you know prasadam in the house and hear from them you know about krishna consciousness and always engaging going to the temple prabhupad wanted all his grihastha disciples to come to the temple morning evening 
engage in service associate with devotees you know in this way then there will be sanity at least some sanity in the house otherwise it's completely going to be insane mad house you know, they want to say home sweet home it's going to be mad mad house you know the it won't be sweet it'll be uh, <laughs> you know like a boxing ring you know the ring uh, it'll be like the ring you know that's why they say i think uh, what is that three rings engagement ring marriage ring and suffering three rings so the suffering <laughs> is what follows after the engagement ring and the marriage ring the suffering will start so and as another verse many verses i mean if you want to take about the talk about the uh, family life untold number of verses are there in the bhagavatam that's why anybody who wants to be very happy in family life please don't read the bhagavatam because it will completely shatter your dreams it will cause a night- nightmare you know so <laughs> not exactly but we should understand that we cannot hope for happiness in the in the family life now here 7945 yanmai thunadi grihamedhi sukham hitucham kandu yanena karayo rivadukha dukham ಕೃಪಣಾಬಹುಖಾಜಿಸ್ಟೈಡ್ಮೆಂಟ್ those who are dhira however who are sober and who tolerate this itching that means if you can stay away from this family life are not subjected to the sufferings of fools and rascals again this does not mean that we have to you know we can be uh, uh, what is that uh, charlatan brahmachari no if one wants to have you know relationship with women one honestly can get married it is not that one should no 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 i, I should remain a brahmachari but inside i am fully disturbed and i want to you know become i want to have a wife or something that's no point you better get a wife and otherwise there will be illicit sex or you know mind will become crazy so unless one is very strongly situated it's not you know one can have a wife it's not against the law it is just that it is more troublesome it requires far more effort to stay in krishna consciousness in family life that said it is not easy also to stay in brahmachari life hmm. because one has to uh, be fully engaged in krishna consciousness in order to be away from this attraction for family life so that's why in the brahmachari in the gurukul the student is taught the student is taught how to uh, increase his attraction for krishna and at the same time he will get the detachment the detachment must come for the material world that pessimism must come based on true knowledge not based on hatred a brahmachari does not hate the woman sanyasi does not hate the woman no there is no hatred but non attachment i mean understanding the truth of the matter and staying away again grahastha ashram is not prohibited 
if one can be an honest grihastha and everybody is a devotee that's good that's good but uh, we should understand that there will be many distractions and if everybody is a devotee in the family it's it's good if not you know it will become troublesome but if one is strong in his determination to become devotee even if the family is like for example prabhupad's family they were not cooperative with him but it turned out good so if one is strong in that determination whatever may be the family situation the end result will be good but if but the problem is one cannot be strong enough usually one falls away in that attachment to family life he will fall away so that's why the, the danger is there Mm. That's why there is another verse seven thirteen twenty six I think. You see this, tatra pidam pati namcha sukha sukhan sukha yanya panuttaye karma nikurvatam drishtva nivrittosmi viparyayam. In this human form of life, a man and woman, woman, sorry, a man and woman unite. for the sensual pleasure of sex but but by actual experience we have observed that none of them are happy you see by actual experience we have observed that's why we have to observe uh, observe that none of them are happy therefore seeing the contrary results i have stopped taking part in materialistic activities seeing the contrary results shri shri radha madan ki jai i have stopped taking part in materialistic activities um so this is intelligence but even if we go inside we have to always pray to krishna how to eventually come out and surrender to him full time all right we'll go back i think there was a verse that was um shared there is a verse that was shared here um 1711 okay we'll go there 11th canto 7th chapter 11th verse dosha buddhyo bhayati to nishedhanna nivartate guna buddhya cha vihitam nakaroti yatharbhakah one who has transcended material good and evil automatically acts in accordance with religious injunctions and avoids forbidden activities see one who has actually become a devotee who has transcended material good and evil automatically acts in accordance with religious principles and avoids forbidden activities the self realized person does this spontaneously like an innocent child and not because he is thinking in terms of material good and evil like we have you know the devotee he sees everybody equal because he sees everybody as a part and parcel of krishna so he does not need um what is that black lives matter gay lives matter women lives matter animal lives he doesn't need these movements so he he is not thinking in those terms but he is automatically following those things because vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunichaiva swapake cha pandita samadarshina so that is how a devotee is automatically following or having all the good qualities which um, the non devotees strive hard but then they again have it have them only in imperfect um um spheres of understanding all right we will go back to the verse actual verse see how many verses we have come us okay 
Now, in this mantra, the words Ekatvam Anupashyataha indicate that one should see the unity of all living entities from the viewpoint of the revealed scriptures. The individual sparks of the Supreme Whole, the Lord, possess almost 80% of the known qualities of the whole, but they are not qualitatively equal to the Supreme Lord. These qualities are present in minute quantity for the living entities, but a minute part and parcel of the Supreme Whole. Okay, did you understand that? So, <clears throat> what is this 80% of the known qualities of the whole? Now, let's take, I think some of you know what are these, what, what is being discussed here. But I think some of you are not aware of what is going on. What is this 80% of qualities of the... So, now, we will go to this nectar of devotion. I think 21st chapter, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Here we will see that there are Rupa Goswami, after consulting all the scriptures, he has enumerated all the qualities of the Lord. And it is said that we can have 80% of those qualities. Now we will see why he why that was said in that purport like that. Now this is from the Nectar of Devotion, chapter 21, Qualities of Sri Krishna, the topic of this chapter, alright. So now we will see this. It's a, a little bit of a lengthy reading, but it is important to know. It is very important to know. Srila Rupa Goswami, after consulting various scriptures, has enumerated the transcendental qualities of the Lord as follows. One, beautiful features of the entire body. Now, when you see this, when you read all these things, sometimes you will feel that this was kind of already explained in the previous quality. It appears so like that, but actually each of them are separate. They are not really um, overlapping. Although in the English translations may appear like that, you know, um, but actually they all are different qualities. That's why Rupa Goswami has enumerated them as 64. Now we will see, has enumerated the transcendental qualities of the Lord as follows. One, beautiful features of the entire body. Two, marked with all auspicious characteristics. There are 32 symptoms, 32 marks on a body of a great personality. Like Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur, when he was born, his body, the astrologer saw, all the 32 symptoms of a Mahapurusha were there in his body. And, and only the Supreme Lord will have that. Or his empowered servants will have that. So, like that, all the 32 symptoms. So, just by looking at the body of the child, they could understand that he was a very, very great soul. And they already told that he will be a great preacher of the Bhagavatam. Just when he was born. So, this science is, is a fact. So, marked with all auspicious characteristics. 3. Extremely pleasing. 4. Effulgent. 5. Strong. 6. Ever youthful. 7. Wonderful linguist. 8. Truthful. 9. Talks pleasingly. 10. Fluent. Now, you see 7. Wonderful linguist and 10. Fluent. It's different to be a wonderful linguist and, and to be fluent. It appears like you know, overlapping, but again, it's the two different separate things. So, you know, just for now, just accept all these things, <laughs> right? Because later on, Rupa Goswami, actually after this, he explains each of these qualities, how Krishna possesses each of these qualities. So, that is more description, but we are now just seeing all the, the names of these qualities only. 11, highly learned. 12, highly intelligent. Again, looks like similar, but... 13, a genius. <laughs> 11, 12, 13, you know, like, look like, similar. Again, 
so again 13 a genius 14 artistic 15 extremely clever 16 expert 17 grateful 18 firmly determined that means if he says something he will do it uh, if he thinks of something then he will do he, he will not fail in his determination 19 an expert judge of time and circumstances 20 sees and speaks on the authority of vedas or scriptures 21 pure 22 self controlled 23 steadfast 24 forbearing 25 forgiving 26 grave 27 self satisfied 28 possessing equilibrium 29 magnanimous 30 religious 31 heroic 32 compassionate 33 respectful 34 gentle 35 liberal 36 shy 37 the protector of surrendered souls 38 happy 39 the well-wisher of devotees 40 controlled by love 41 all auspicious 42 most powerful 43 all famous 44 popular 45 partial to devotees 46 very attractive to all women 47 all worshipable 48 all opulent 49 all honorable 50 the supreme controller the supreme personality of godhead has the has all these 50 transcendental qualities in fullness as deep as the ocean in other words the extent of his qualities is inconceivable when we say he is popular there is no depth i mean we can't even fathom the depth of his popularity how popular he is like all the living entities that are put together in the whole material world in the innumerable universes each consisting of innumerable planets each planet consisting of innumerable living entities is just one fourth of the total creation and the rest three fourths of the lord's energy the living entities are are in the spiritual world and everybody is his devotee there and even in this material world the higher beings the demigods all of them are his devotees so how much more popular he is Although in this world, you know, we, we see like nobody is interested in God, you know, but this is actually a minority. We are in that minority. So just like in a jail, in a prison, um, we are surrounded. If I'm a prisoner, I'm surrounded by other prisoners. So it looks like hmm, everybody is an outlaw. Everybody is a, but that is the minority. The prison itself is one in one corner of the city, in one corner of the country, but the rest of the country is full law-abiding citizens. So similarly. Um, what we see here that everybody is averse to the Lord, they're not interested in the Lord, but this is that minority we are, because we are in the prison house. Now only we are trying to change our ways because we ourselves have been rascals all this while for millions of lifetimes and we have neglected the Lord. So we have been one of them as well. But now by the mercy of the Guru, Srila Prabhupada, we have been uh, shown this, this, the real truth and now we are trying to change our ways. And now we are seeing that the whole world is, you know, oh, everybody is atheist and the Lord is not so popular. Nobody is interested in religion or God. But that's this world. So, his popularity is unlimited, unlimited. All worship. So, each of these, happy when we say, or shy, liberal, you know, infinitely shy, infinitely happy, infinitely well-wishing, well-wisher of the devotees, infinitely controlled by love. So, all these things are infinite. We can't even imagine to what extent he is having these qualities. So, now, going to the next part. As parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord, 
the individual living entities can also possess all of these qualities in minute quantities provided they become pure devotees of the lord that means you see even the supreme controller the 50th quality is the supreme controller if we are pure devotees if i mean a pure devotee he has all these 50 qualities in fullness as much as is possible for a living entity part and parcel so just like brahma for example he is a pure devotee he is the supreme controller of this universe that is a very very high post but compared to the millions of universes trillions of universes which are like mustard seeds in a in a sack of mustard seeds you know it's like one mustard seed is when you take one mustard seed out of a sack of mustard seeds it doesn't make any difference so this brahma that is a supreme controller he is a controller of one of those mustard seeds uh, the you know the rest of the mustard seeds he doesn't have any control so although he looks like the supreme controller in the in this universe but it's just one universe but krishna is a supreme controller of not only all those mustard seed like universes which is only the material world but also the spiritual world which is vastly more infinite than the material world so there you have it so supreme controller to what extent a living entity can have it and to what extent the supreme lord has it so there is a vast difference so in this way as part and parcels of the supreme lord the, li- the individual living entities can also possess all of these qualities in minute quantities provided they become pure devotees of the lord so brahma for example and any pure devotee have all these 50 qualities in full as much as is possible for a living entity whereas others we all have very 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 minute quantities of each of these things some we don't even have as much as we are covered by the modes of material nature that much these qualities are not apparent in in that person so as he is uncovered more and more by the modes of material nature as he is revealed more and more that means in other words he becomes the more we become pure the more we exhibit these qualities the soul actually has all these qualities in you know all these 50 qualities but because we are covered by this modes of material nature and different permutations and combinations of the modes of material nature therefore we are covered therefore we do not exhibit all these things like even a dog is suppose the soul is actually having all these 50 qualities but they are covered so much that now he is behaving like a dog is barking and is biting and that's all he's doing he's supposed to be you know all worshipable all opulent all honorable so devotee a pure devotee has all these things mm. so he has all these qualities huh? so the more one becomes pure one becomes you know revealing all these qualities so now as parts and parcels of supreme lord the individual living entities can also possess all of these qualities in minute quantities provided they become pure devotees of the lord in other words all of the tra- above transcendental qualities can be present in the devotees in minute quantity whereas the qualities in fullness when we say full purnam infinite we are talking about infinity not just full means a cup you know full to the brim and that is a limited idea of fullness but there is no cup there is infinite you know, that kind of fullness so can be present in devotees in many quantity whereas the qualities in fullness are always present in the supreme personality of god whereas in us it is sometimes present sometimes not present 
But as we become pure, it is present. But now it is not present. So in that way. So these are 50 qualities. Huh? Now, besides these, there are other transcendental qualities which are described by Lord Shiva to Parvati in the Padma Puran and in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in connection with the conversation between the deity of the earth, deity of the earth and the king of religion, Yamaraj. It is said therein, persons who are desirous of becoming great personalities must be decorated with the following qualities truthfulness, cleanliness, mercy, perseverance, renunciation, peacefulness, simplicity, control of the senses, equilibrium of the mind, austerity, equality, forbearance, placidity, learning, knowledge, detachment, opulence, chivalry, influence, strength, memory, independence, tactfulness, luster, patience, kind-heartedness, ingenuity, gentility, mannerliness, determination, perfection in all knowledge, proper execution, possession of all objects of enjoyment, gravity, steadiness, faithfulness, fame, respectfulness and lack of false egotism. See how many qualities. These are actually the result of uh, true knowledge. Persons who are desiring to become great souls cannot be without any of the above qualities. So we can know for certain that these qualities are found in Lord Krishna, the Supreme Soul. So if even the saintly persons are expected to have these qualities, how do the saintly persons get these qualities? Because they are devotees of Krishna. They automatically get these qualities. That means Krishna must have these qualities. Otherwise, how the saintly persons, just by associating with his name, they can get these qualities. How? Unless, Sangat Sanjayate Kamaha. As we associate, so we develop our qualities. Karanam Guna Sangosya Sadasadhyoni Janmasu. So, if we associate with the pure, we also get the pure qualities. So, if a sadhu gets the pure qualities, all these qualities, that means these qualities must be existing in the Supreme Lord in infinite quantity. Now, besides all of the above mentioned 50 qualities, Lord Krishna possesses five more which are sometimes partially manifested in the persons of Lord Brahma or Lord Shiva. Now, these five more are present, especially in Lord Shiva, uh, partially in Lord Brahma. These transcendental qualities are as follows. 51. Changeless. 52. All cognizant. 53. Ever fresh. 54. Satchidananda. Possessing an eternal blissful body. 55. Possessing all mystic perfections. So, you know, in, in uh, especially Hindus, they, they draw, when they draw a picture of Brahma, they put him as an old man with a white beard, you know, foreheads, white beard, old man like that. He's not like that. He's not like that at all. He's ever youthful. You see here, changeless, ever fresh, Satchidan on the body. He has actually a, a body which almost does not deteriorate. In fact, the way the inhabitants of Lord Brahmaloka die is that they don't die like us, you know, like, you know, horribly we die with a disease and then, you know, we <laughs> heart attack. Brahma doesn't get a heart attack and he dies, you know. <laughs> it is, you know, how it is said that they leave this material world is that at the end of the universe, when Brahma so-called dies, his death is like this. He, his body just becomes spiritual existence, you know, spiritual body, you know, just transforms into spiritual body in itself. And then he enters the spiritual world. It is not that, you know, he, he dies like this, you know, like like an ordinary mortal like us. Even in the demigod realm, the death is not like what it is here. What to speak of Brahmaloka? Brahmaloka, they just, they just um, give up their, you know, material identity and then become spirit soul. So, their body is, especially Brahma's, partially already Satchidananda, already there, spiritual existence. 
and Lord Shiva, he is already spiritual existence. So, if Lord Shiva also has hmm, all these qualities. You see, this 55. Krishna also possesses five other qualities which are manifest in the body of Narayana and they are listed as follows. Now, you see, Krishna has even more, five more qualities that Lord Shiva also does not have. So, and they are listed as follows. 56, he has inconceivable potency. 57, uncountable universes generate from his body. 58, he is the original source of all incarnations. 59, he is the giver of salvation to the enemies whom he kills. Uh, 60, he is the attractor of liberated souls. So, these things even Lord Shiva also does not have. Only Krishna and Narayana has. All these transcendental qualities are manifest wonderfully in the personal feature of Lord Krishna. Now, besides these 60 transcendental qualities, Krishna has four more which are not manifest even in the Narayana form of Godhead. What to speak of the demigods or living entities? They are as follows. 61. He is the performer of wonderful varieties of pastimes, especially his childhood pastimes. Or even his, you know, uh, with his parents, with his... The Sakhiras, Madhuriras, uh, Sakhiras, Vatsalaras and Madhuriras, they are existence only, uh, existent only in the Goloka Vrindavan. They are not existent in Vaikuntha. In Vaikuntha, yes, Narayana and Lakshmi is there. So, there is a kind of conjugal love there. But not to the limits that are exhibited in the Goloka Vrindavan. So, that is there with Krishna. And childhood pastimes, nowhere. Narayana does not have childhood pastimes. Krishna has childhood pastimes. So, these, you know... So, he is the performer of wonderful varieties of pastimes, especially his childhood pastimes. 62. He is surrounded by devotees endowed with wonderful love of Godhead, which is especially the intimate. In Narayana, everybody is like, you know, Das, like, like a servant. Whereas in, in Krishna's, um, the wonderful, what is this? Uh, surrounded by devotees endowed with wonderful love. What is wonderful? This is intimate love. Intimate. Like friends, parents uh, or lovers, girlfriends. So, if these things are only with Krishna. 63. He can attract all living entities all over the universes by playing on his flute. And 64. He has a wonderful excellence of beauty which cannot be rivaled anywhere in the creation. His beauty is so his beauty is so attractive that even Narayan himself is attracted to Krishna. Krishna himself is attracted to himself. It is there in Dwarka when he saw his he, he was he was sitting on the floor, and when he saw on the floor the floor is made of you know. Um, gemstones you know so he it was reflecting you know so he saw his own face his own you know like a mirror wow how beautiful is this figure no wonder then he was he was wondering no wonder you know so everybody is attracted to me you know in that way krishna was thinking this this incident is mentioned so um basically krishna has all these 64 qualities and when you say these qualities he has them in infinite quantity Okay. Now, if we do a math, we have we can have only fifty qualities, right? Uh, I have already. <laughs> I have actually done this math just before the class, so we'll go again. Fifty are the qualities that we can have, whereas Krishna has sixty-four. So divided by sixty-four in percentage is seventy-eight percent, and this is why. In the purport, it is said almost 80% because 78% of the qualities we have, we can have, I mean, 
if if one becomes a pure devotee he has 78% of these qualities so that's why almost 80% but again not in full quantity as the lord has but the number of qualities that's all so in this way we are sparks individual sparks these qualities are present in minute quantity for the living entity is but a minute part and parcel of the supreme whole to use another analogy the quantity of salt present in a drop is never comparable to the quantity of salt present in the complete ocean but the salt present in the drop is qualitatively equal in chemical composition to all the salt present in the ocean if the individual living being were equal to the supreme lord both qualitatively and quantitatively so you see this this is the mayavadi this is what they say that we are quantitatively and qualitatively equal to the supreme lord that's why they are called advaitavadis but it is imperfect advaita we are there is vishishta advaita shuddha advaita 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 kevala advaita so this is vaishnava philosophy it is not just advaita especially it was avishuddha advaita this uh, sankracharya's advaitam is avishuddha is is impure advaitam is not proper explanation of ekatvam anyway you see if if the individual living being were equal to the supreme lord both qualitatively and quantitatively there would be no question of his being under the influence of the material energy so if we are as great as god krishna himself quantitatively and qualitatively then why are we under maya now how come maya has become more powerful than us maya is more powerful than the supreme lord no maya dhyakshena prakriti you know chaye vayasya bhuvanan bibarti durga she is completely under the control of the lord so if we are also as good as the lord then why maya is not under our control why we are controlled by maya that means we are not equal to the lord it is common sense actually if you observe but shankaracharya managed to fool everybody so um so there would be no question of his being under the influence of the material energy in the previous mantras it has already been discussed that no living being not even the powerful demigods can surpass the supreme being in any respect this is why we should not uh, think that the even lord shiva and lord brahma are equal to the lord it is an offense why because of these things these these qualities are mentioned now now you know exactly where lord shiva stands uh, where lord brahma stands and where lord narayana stands so all these things we, we know from the shastras how why we should not think that the lord shiva and lord brahma are equal to krishna this is the reason why hmm. therefore ekatvam does not mean that the living entity living being is equal in all respects to the supreme lord it does however indicate that in a broader sense there is one interest this i have explained in the beginning uh, there is one interest just as in a family the interest of all members is one or in a nation the national interest is one although there are many different individual citizens since the living entities are all members of the same supreme family their interest and that of the supreme being are not different every living being is the son of the supreme being as stated in the bhagavad gita 7.5 all living creatures throughout the universe including birds reptiles ants aquatic trees and so on are emanations of the marginal potency of the supreme lord apara uh, sorry para prakriti therefore all of them belong to the family of the supreme being there is no clash of interest there is no clash of interest when a rebellious son you know he tries to you know go against the father then there is a clash of interest so that is what we are now so that is why there is the bhinnatvam the the separation that we that we feel from the lord is because of that rebellious nature of ours but if we become um obedient to him 
obedient to the lord there will be again one oneness just like arjuna in the beginning he was having his own opinion about the war i don't want to fight this war but krishna wanted him to fight and finally when he agreed ah uh, yes then there is ekatvam until then there is you know bhinna drig bhavam that is called a separatist mentality i don't want to be you know with krishna i want to have my own opinion that is what actually brought us here so the the sooner we give up that and become uh, the same have the same interest as the lord then that is good for us the spiritual entities are meant for enjoyment as stated in the vedanta sutra 1.1.12 anandamayo bhyasat by nature and constitution every living being including the supreme lord and each of his parts and parcels is meant for eternal enjoyment um we are all meant for enjoyment and the lord always enjoys but we sometimes um, out of our own foolishness we give up that platform of enjoyment with the lord and try to be, try to enjoy on our own and that that will be futile that has proved futile over the millions and trillions of years that we have been here um the living beings who are encaged encaged in the material tabernacle are constantly seeking enjoyment but they are seeking it on the wrong platform apart from the material platform is the spiritual platform where the supreme being enjoys himself with his innumerable associates on that platform there is no trace of material qualities and therefore that platform is called nirguna nirguna doesn't mean it has no qualities it is beyond the material qualities and it is beyond the material modes of nature that is why the supreme lord is called nirguna and the the spiritual world is called nirguna because the three modes of material nature do not act there so this false platform of happiness is like the reflection of the tree the perverted perverted reflection of the tree in the water on the surface of the water it's not in the water the reflection of the tree is not in the water it doesn't exist in the water it it exists only on the surface and that too because because of illusion caused by there is no reality there it, the tree there is no tree below but we see that there in the reflection there is a tree upside down and when there is a mango on the real tree we see mango in the reflection but that reflection is only existing on the surface of that water actually it doesn't even exist on the surface of the water because on the surface of the what is on the surface of the water it's just water but it is our illusion that we see in that way on the surface that there is a reflection so the 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 defect is in our eyes that we see it like that and if we think that oh there is mango well, let me um, because we see the mango in on the reflection in the water and so we jump into the water and find that mango there is no mango there so therefore we similarly we are trying to f- look for happiness in this material world and diving into this ocean of material existence trying to find that but then we are illusion we do, we can't find it and we are searching everywhere for that mango of happiness but we are not getting it but it is not that mango is is a is a myth no mango is not a myth mango is there is a real mango there is real happiness people sometimes conclude that there is no such thing as happiness it's just you know this is what life is you know this life is about ups and downs life is about you know struggles you know this is not this is what they come to this is their foolish conclusions but no life is full of happiness that is real life but now we are looking at a reflection of the real life and therefore here we cannot find the thing that we are looking for but if we come out of the water and see look at the tree oh there is a real mango 
then if we go there that is proper endeavor correct endeavor we should know first where actually the happiness is to be found and then endeavor in that direction not that we speculate oh there is just depending on our eyesight without any knowledge we dive into the water oh climbing up is higher going down is easier let me dive into the water and get that mango so in this way we we think and that's what happens we'll be frustrated uh, on that platform there is no trace of material qualities and therefore that platform is called nirguna on the nirguna platform there is never a clash over the object of enjoyment um, here there is a clash like they say i think even in <laughs> many movies especially in india they go uh, in this um, um, script that there will be a called what is a love triangle you know two men are after one woman or 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 two women are after one man something like this so the object there is a clash in the object of enjoyment whereas in the in the um, so everybody wants to enjoy their own senses you know and everybody wants to have a part of you know the same cake you know everybody wants to um, fight for that you know like birds you know when there is a you know you throw the bread or something all the birds will come and you know fight with themselves and you know take as much as possible from the you know bread they, they make a whole ruckus there so that's how it is here in this material world but in the spiritual world everybody there is no sense gratification everybody works for krishna krishna's satisfaction so there is no clash of sense gratification like prabhupada gave the good example very apt example in the in a suppose there is a still water absolutely still now if you throw one stone there will be ripples concentric circles you know what is concentric circles all the circles have one center so when there is one center there can be infinite circles that come out from that all the circles will never clash concentric circles never clash one circle don't clash with another because they are all concentric now if you throw another stone in another part of the lake and another stone another stone a million stones each of those stones will generate a ripple and then that ripple of circles clash here this this stone has started one set this stone has started another set of circles and they will clash and everywhere all the millions and billions of trillions of living entities they have their own center everybody is self centered everybody self centeredness clashes and there is so much clash in this material world there is so much war fighting so much disagreement because there is this sense gratification everybody is self centered you know but if there is only one center krishna like if you just throw one stone without throwing you know millions of stones so we can expand that circles to infinite um dimensions but they will never clash so similarly if our interest the only way there can be no war no clash or perfect unity or unison is when krishna is at the center of our activities whether in a family or whether as a nation or whether as a species or whether as a universe is the same principle so in the spiritual world that is the principle on which everything goes on on the nirguna platform there is never a clash over the object of enjoyment here in the material world there is always a clash between different individual beings because here the proper center of enjoyment is missed now just like those those stupid um, uh, love triangle stories i mean they also happen in real life but then there is also on on the on the on a bigger platform there is also 
fighting between two countries for example now in india there is that land pakistan occupied kashmir one land two countries are fighting for it clash over interest so in this way there is always clash and world wars happen because of this clash of interest so on every level on whether it's individual level whether it's family level whether it's community level national level international level these things are going on the clashes are going on because of not having a single single center that single center ishava samidam sarvam that's why prabhupad said the formula for peace always prabhupad said this verse fifth chapter 29th verse what is that bhoktaram yagya tapasam sarvalokamaheshwaram suhridam sarvabhutanam gyatva mam shanti mrichhati a person in full consciousness of me knowing me to be the ultimate beneficiary of all sacrifices you see a person in full consciousness of me knowing me to be the ultimate beneficiary of all sacrifices nobody else is the ultimate beneficiary only the supreme lord and the supreme lord understanding me to be the supreme lord of all planets and demigods so means he is the owner of everything not my country your country just fight no supreme lord is a controller we are all under his we are all his children let's cooperate together so again he is the enjoyer not this country or that country capitalist communist this that no krishna should be the enjoyer and he is the owner and he is the benefactor and well-wisher of all living entities he is the real friend because many people in this world pose as friends but actually they are cheating in the name of philanthropists altruists politicians you know um, you know uh, thought leaders or whatever they are projecting themselves as the friends of others huh in the name of motivational speakers life coach this that consultants they want to be the friend that is what customer service is all about right it is about what problem you have and how can i solve your problem that is what business models are based on what is the problem that fe- people are facing and how to solve this problem and what product or what service that we can bring to the table that can solve this kind of problem for that customer and in that way i will get my pay and then you will be happy with the product or service and in that way both will be happy so they want to have this peace based on that i am your friend no krishna is the friend because all these friends whatever they are not they cannot liberate us in the name of friends they are just entangling us into this material world they may have good intention but they have no knowledge intention is not enough it has to be acted upon uh, the platform of knowledge i want to save someone for example somebody is drowning oh no no i want to save him i want to save him I, i'll jump into the water somebody is drowning in the water i want to jump into the water i want to save him i have affection i, I want to do something good for him but i myself if i don't know how to swim just to have the intention of saving that person does not does not do any good i have to have the capacity for it i have to have the know how of how to do it that's why there is a trained lifeguard who does it so people want to do something good they want to be friends of, of others but they do not know how to do it without knowledge and therefore they actually you know if if i don't know swimming and i want to save that person and i you know jump into the water now two persons died me and him it would have been just one person dead or maybe somebody would have actually saved him 
but that hope was gone because I went and panicked myself and then I brought him down also and everything both died. So, this is what happens, more collateral damage than any good that, come, that can come out of it. So, in this way, everybody who is acting as a friend here is actually just doing collateral damage. So, that is what is happening in this material world. So, the real friend is Krishna. He can liberate us. He can solve all our problems, not this customer or what is this uh, company which solve this problem or that problem or consultant or coach or whatever it is, politician or thought leader or Baba or some some Swami, some Yogi. In different shapes and forms, people are projecting themselves as friends of everybody. But no, real friend is Krishna and the devotees who are representatives of Krishna. They are the real friends. Actually, there is a nice verse. um, I think 11, 26, 34, I think. 11, let's see. Yeah. Um, well, first, you see this. Okay, all these three verses are good. Uh, we will read the translation. Okay, we will read the verse also. Nimajyon majjatam ghore bhavabdhau paramayanam santo brahma vidah shanta naurdridhe vapsu majjatam The devotees of the Lord, peacefully fixed in the absolute knowledge, are the ultimate shelter for those who are repeatedly rising and falling within the fearful ocean of material life. Such devotees are just like a strong boat that comes to rescue persons who are at the point of drowning. So, they can save person from drowning. Another person who has no shelter himself, what can you save the other person from drowning? The devotees can save. Annam hiprani nam prana artha nam sharanam tvaham dharmo vittam niranam pretya santor vagbibhyatoranam Just as food is the life of all creatures, just as I am the shelter, ultimate shelter for the distressed, and just as religion is the wealth of those who are passing away from this world, so my devotees are the only refuge of persons fearful of falling into a miserable condition of life. See, devotees are the only refuge of persons fearful of falling into a miserable condition of life. Santo dishanti chakshumsi bahir arkaha samuthitaha devata bandhavaha santaha santa atma evacha my devotees bestow divine eyes, whereas the sun allows only external sight, and that only when it, it is risen in the sky. My devotees are one's real worshipable deities and real family. The real friends, the real family is the devotees. And they are one's own self, and ultimately they are non-different from me. So, the Lord or the pure devotees of the Lord, they are the real friends. So, if we understand these things, this is Isha Vasya conception that the Supreme Lord is the enjoyer of everything, not anybody else. He is the owner of everything, not anybody else. He is the friend of everyone, not anybody else. Then what happens? What happens? Gyatva Maam Shantim Richati, the last line. Gyatva Maam Shantim Richati attains peace from the pangs of material miseries if you understand this thing, because there is one center and concentric circles without clashing. Now, um, okay, the proper center of enjoyment is missed, right? 
here there is always clash between individual living beings uh, individual beings because here the proper center of enjoyment is missed the real center of enjoyment is the supreme lord who is the center of the sublime and spiritual rasa dance the rasa leela so he was the center of the rasa leela hmm. we are all meant to join him and enjoy life with one transcendental interest and without any clash so that is the rasa leela but the lord is the ultimate enjoyer and everybody dances with him so we all have to you know dance with him you know like here you see See this, Chaitanya Charitamrita Adilila, chapter 5, text 142. Ekale Ishwar Krishna Arsabhritya Jare Jaiche Nachai Che Taiche Karan Nritya. Lord Krishna alone is the supreme controller, and all others are his servants. They dance as he makes them do so. Of course, now he's making us dance. <laughs> you know how we are dancing now? You know, when we are put on a hot surface. You know, when we are walking barefoot on a hot stone in the midday sun, we dance. <laughs> that is the dance we are doing now because of Maya. That's it. But we are supposed to dance with Krishna in the Ras Leela dance, you know, where he is the enjoyer and everybody dance with him out of voluntary submission to the Lord. Now, we don't want that. So, he, we are given this hot stone where we are, where we are dancing now based on Maya's dictations. You know, like, oh, 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 too hot. You know, we are dancing. That is the dance we are doing now. <laughs> so, if we are still dancing. You know, we are still dancing. Everybody follows my path, Krishna says. Even though you want to be against me, you can't be against me. You still have to follow my law of karma then. Just like a, 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 an outlaw. He wants to be out of the law. He wants to defy the law. No, no, I, I don't want to be bound by these laws. I want to do something which is out of this law. Therefore, it's called outlaw. But what actually happens? He does not become successful in going out of the control of the law. In fact, such an outlaw becomes, comes under the control of even more stringent law. Because from civil law, he will be now governed by the criminal law. He was under the purview of the civil law when he was in the normal society. But because he tried to be an outlaw, he now is under the criminal law. So, it is even more stringent than civil law. So, that is what happens. So, when we want to enjoy or dance separately from the Lord, we have our own Ras Lila. Uh, then we will have, yes, we will dance. But how we will dance? Because on the hot stone, on the midday sun, hot iron plate, metal plate, uh, that, that dance we will do. <laughs> That's why in the, in the fourth chapter, 11th verse of the Bhagavad Gita, You see, ye yatham am prapadyante tamstathaiva bhajam yaham mama vartmanu vartante manushya partha sarvashaha. As all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Pritha. As they surrender, I will reward them. If they surrender fully, yes, they can be admitted into the Raslila dance. If they don't surrender, then they will put in another dance, the hot plate dance, hot, hot surface dance, hot stone dance. So, which dance we want to be under? That we have to choose now. So, that's why they say he is in a hot soup. No, 
<laughs> we are in a hot soup now, you know. We are dancing, you know, because it's hot, it's too unbearably hot. So that is material life. Now, hmm. you see, he is a sublime and spiritual Rasadan, center of the sublime and spiritual Rasadans. Now, we are all meant to join him and enjoy life with one transcendental interest and without any clash. That is the highest platform of spiritual interest and as soon as one realizes this perfect form of oneness, there can be no question of illusion, moha or lamentation, shoka. Tatra ko moha kaha shoka ekatvam manupashataha. Yasmin Sarvani Bhutani Atmaivabhud Vijanataha. That is today's verse. A godless civilization arises from illusion, and the result of such a civilization is lamentation. Look at that. Godless civilization arises from illusion, and the result of such civilization is lamentation. A godless civilization, such, such as that sponsored by the modern politicians, is always full of anxieties because it may be crushed at any moment. That is the law of nature. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita 7.14, no one but those who surrender at the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord can surpass the stringent laws of nature. Thus, if we wish to get rid of all sorts of illusion and anxiety and create unity out of all diverse interests, we must bring God into all our activities. Now, we go to this verse. You see 7.14. Daivi hyesha gunamayi mama maya duratyaya mame vaye prapadyante maya metam tarantite. This divine energy of mind, Krishna is saying about Maya, this divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of material nature is difficult to overcome. But those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. So we can only cross beyond the material nature only if we surrender to Krishna. So other than that process, there is no other process. No one but those who surrendered the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord can surpass the stringent laws of nature. So now, thus, if we wish to get rid of all sorts of illusion and anxiety, moha and shoka, and create unity out of all diverse interests, so somebody is interested in art, somebody is interested in, you know, um, maybe science, somebody is interested in physics, chemistry, biology, or mathematics, or any way, any way one is interested in all that, or even one is in interested in cinematography, or photography, or anything, any art, or any science, whatever it is, or somebody is interested in dance, somebody music. So all these can be used in the service of the Lord. Then it becomes ekatvam. With the music, one can sing the nice songs written by the acharyas. With dance, one can depict the pastimes of the Lord. With um, with uh, writing skills, he can write on the basis of you know um, the Vedic scriptures instead of writing some useless novels and like Harry Potter and you know Lord of the Rings or some you know useless fiction stories or some books which are so-called, you know, um, self-development or whatever. If one writes on Krishna, that is useful literature. So that writing can be done. Or if somebody is science, into science, okay, he can prove and let everybody know how Krishna is a supreme lord, how he is the engineer. Just like this, you know, all these, um, you know, flowers or, you know, how Krishna has put that seed. Uh, in that seed is the code written and here that code is you know, bringing out such and such chemicals from the earth, you know, such and such fragrance from the earth, you know, all these things. So, in this way, through biology or any way, even in biology, like how our human body is running, we don't even know. We don't know how how our human body is even constructed. We don't know. Uh, so, but he, it is perfectly constructed. Everything is going on within. 
like before starting this um, lecture i just had some prasadam now i am just busy giving you know um, speaking here but inside the digestive system is working so you see th- how everything is working automatically without our attention we don't even know so krishna has created such a perfect machine so through biology i can explain about krishna through mathematics i can explain about krishna i think i did a tiktok video the other day one minute video about how if we do the first step wrong and you know the answer is completely wrong you know so in that way if we on the in the firstly we reject god then how much ever we try to do good everything will become a failure so through mathematics one can talk about krishna anywhere we can talk about krishna through anything so that is perfection that is ekatvam because the the aim is one to glorify krishna we must bring god into all our activities then only there can be unity so god is actually the solution but now today people consider god the problem hope oh, there is problem because of religion there is problem because of god there is problem because of they don't see god as a solution they see god as a, keep as much as possible god out of the conversation in our schools what did we learn anything about god nothing so you know that is the misfortune of the people of this kali yuga they think god is the problem but actually without god everything will be problem and god is actually the solution for all problems the results of our activities must be used to serve the interest of the lord again the results of our activities must be used to serve the interest of the lord and not for any other purpose only by serving the lord's interest can we perceive the atma bhuta interest mentioned herein now let's go to the a verse which explains this 1522 भागवतम इदं हि पुंसस्तपसः श्रुतस्य वा स्विष्टस्य सूक्तस्य च बुद्धिदत्तयोः अविच्युतोर्थः कविभिर्नरूपितो यदुत्तम श्लोक गुणानुवर्णनम learned circles have positively concluded that the infallible purpose of advancement of knowledge what is the purpose of advancement of knowledge namely austerities study of the vedas sacrifice chanting of hymns and charity culminates in the transcendental descriptions of the lord who is defined in choice poetry so with all our talents we should we should glorify the lord transcendental descriptions of the lord who is defined so it should culminate in that in the glorification of the lord If one is a good painter, okay, paint nice pictures of Krishna. If one is a good uh, singer, yeah, sing songs about Krishna. In this way, everything can be used in Krishna's service. That is why Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita, in the ninth chapter, twenty-seventh verse, Yatkaroshi yadashnaasi yajjuhoshi dadasi yat yat tapasya sikaunte yat tadkurushram adarpanam whatever you do whatever you eat whatever you offer give away and whatever austerities you perform do that o son of kunti as an offering to me same thing we have shown this a few times but again because it's related we will show again kayena vacha manasendriyairva buddhyatmana va anusrita svabhavat करोति यद्यत् सकलं परस्मै नारायणायेति समर्पयेतत् इन अकॉर्डेंस विद द पर्टिकुलर नेचर वन हैज अक्वायर्ड इन कंडीशन लाइफ 
whatever one does with body words mind senses intelligence or purified consciousness one should offer to the supreme thinking this is for the pleasure of lord narayana so this is ekatvam hmm? only by serving the lord's interest can be perceived the atma bhuta interest mentioned herein the atma bhuta interest mentioned in this mantra and the brahma bhuta interest mentioned in the bhagavad gita 18.54 are one and the same the supreme atma or soul is the lord himself and the minute atma is the living entity the supreme atma or paramatma alone maintains all the individual minute beings for the supreme lord wants to derive pleasure out of their affection the father extends himself through his children and maintains them in order to derive pleasure if the children obey the father's will family affairs will run smoothly with one interest and a pleasing atmosphere the same situation is transcendently arranged in the absolute family of the parabrahman the supreme spirit i think this is very easily understandable the parabrahman is as much a person as the individual entities krishna is as much a person as we are neither the lord nor the living entities are impersonal such transcendental personalities are full of transcendental bliss knowledge and life eternal that is the real position of spiritual existence and as soon as one is fully cognizant of this transcendental position he at once surrenders under the lotus feet of the supreme being shri krishna but such a mahatma or great soul is very rarely seen because such transcendental realization is achieved only after many many births where it is mentioned bhagavad gita chapter 7 text 9 actually i have skipped some of the part of the purport just now we have read also is from the translation of verses eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman he is eternally the maintainer of everybody so this is the actually the verse bahunam janma namante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha 7.19 bhagavad gita after many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare but such a mahatma of great soul is very rarely seen because such transcendental realization is achieved only after many many births once it is attained however there is no longer any illusion or lamentation or the miseries of material existence or birth and death which are all experienced in our present life that is the information we get from this mantra of shri ishopanishad so we have to become that mahatma we have to surrender to the supreme lord and then we will have no more tatrako moha kah shoka no more moha no more shoka no more illusion no more lamentation that is why there is this for this end to achieve this or to enable everybody achieve this vyasadev has written wait yeah 1.7.7 in bhagavatam yasyam vai shruyamanayam krishne paramapurushe bhaktirutpadyate pumsah shokam moha bhayapaha simply by giving oral reception to this vedic literature the feeling oral reception means what what is oral reception that means to hear hmm? simply by giving oral reception that means simply by listening to this vedic literature uh, the feeling for loving devotional service to lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead sprouts up at once to extinguish the fire of lamentation 
illusion and fearfulness again the words you see shoka moha and one more word is added bhaya apaha apaha means you see which extinguishes that which extinguishes apaha <clears throat> so shoka moha bhaya apaha we extinguish the shoka and moha and bhaya just by reading the bhagavatam so therefore these books that are given by prabhupad we have to read then we will come out of this and become nice devotees and no more have any problems or miseries okay so we will go to the questions as usual we have many questions so we will try to again let's see how fast we can do this virendra prabhu's question is first so usually his question is always first <laughs> how can we qualitatively chant better while maintaining quantity of our daily rounds so quality of rounds means just be attentive to when we are chanting to attentive probably quality chanting means one should not stop at 16 rounds one should go on until 16000 rounds so But anyway the the way we can advance is we should just be attentive to what we are saying often time most of the time our mind is just going here and there here and there here and there thinking looking this that so many things we are doing but not listening to what we are chanting so we have to just focus on the chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare so you have to hear what we are saying so always focus on the hearing so your mind mind will go but again we have to bring it back is explained in the 6th chapter of bhagavad gita chapter 6 text 26 if you see yato yato nischalati manas chanchalam asthiram tatastato niyam yaitad atman yeva vasham nayet from wherever the mind wanders due to its flickering and unsteady nature one must certainly withdraw it and bring it back under the control of the self especially when we are chanting the mind will go so many directions we will bring it back again to hearing the holy name next question virendra prabhu why some devotees can't get up early in the morning attend mangal aarti they feel sleepy during brahma muhurta while chanting 16 rounds does all the symptoms come because of devotees previous karmas or unenthusiasm and bhakti um so again not sleeping early enough in the night and also not taking the whole process of krishna consciousness seriously is why we tend to you know feel sleepy or you know if we are not interested and not attentive and you know so these things will come if we are not serious about the whole process so that's why we have to take it seriously we should constantly hear and chant and engage in the services that's why we should hear constantly basically that will improve our chanting and our chanting will improve our reading and our reading will improve our chanting so it is complementary each will improve the other so without reading all our services whatever we will do we will develop materialistic thoughts met offensive mentalities even while doing service if we don't hear regularly so these things have to be done in conjunction then it will grow healthily otherwise if we are not attentive this unenthusiasm uh, lack of enthusiasm is because of not hearing <clears throat> then we have from uh, what is this murari prabhu tomorrow ekadashi fasting explain something just fast and chant more and read more that's all i can say <clears throat> especially is nirjal fasting so there is no need to waste any time 
so no need to drink water also just uh, read and chant more then virendra prabhu is brahmachari ashram easier than grihastha ashram or vice versa as long as we are krishna conscious that is the easiest path so krishna consciousness is the easiest path. So, so for some people it is more conducive if they stay in grihastha ashram for some people it is more conducive if they stay in brahmachari ashram for some in sanyasi ashram wherever one is hmm, one must be krishna conscious grihe thako vane thako sadahari bole dako hmm. but in grihastha ashram the amount of distractions are very much high um, that doesn't mean they cannot advance they can just that we have to be um, three times as serious as the brahmacharis because prabhupada said 75% uh, four times as serious as the brahmachari because 75% of go- chance of going back to godhead is finished in grihastha ashram prabhupada said because of so many distractions that means only 25% chance to make that 25% 100% would work four times as hard so so anyway basically one should be um engaged and serious about krishna consciousness wherever he is because um, most of you are already in grihastha ashram so it is not to discourage any of you, any of you. so if one is krishna conscious then one can advance in any way but if you have not gone into grihastha ashram you have a chance to be saved you know a good chance to be saved from all sorts of trouble but at the same time don't be a cheat so that's the whole thing we shouldn't be a you know like this chapter 3 text 6 karmendriyani samyamya yaaste manasasmaran indriyarthan vimudhatma mithyacharah sa uchyate one who restrains the senses of action but whose mind dwells on sense objects certainly deludes himself and is called a pretender so if i'm just namesake a brahmachari but i'm always thinking of are i miss a wife i don't have wife see look at say everybody everybody has a wife and everybody is happy everybody has is having cute cute children and i don't have a ch- child uh have to remain as a brahmachari that brahmachari is useless <laughs> better one can get married or wake up the whole idea by you know associating with devotees renounce devotees and reading prabhupada's books and you know wake up the whole idea where is the where is the goodness in this this all you know illusion just as sankracharya said so see from duality and have a pessimistic attitude towards it either do that or if we can't do that if we cannot sustain that get married and you know let life let life teach all those lessons we would have otherwise learnt by just by contemplation as a as a brahmachari let life teach, teach those lessons so anyway it is if one is krishna conscious basically whether one is whichever position one is one will advance whether one is in you know of course there are many verses <laughs> discouraging grihastha ashram it is there but at the same time uh, our business is not to discourage anybody but we should know the dangers and pitfalls of it so that we don't get overly attached to the grihastha ashram that becomes grihamedhi ashram grihavratanam propa actually explained nicely Uh, i shared in the on instagram somebody shared so i shared it again very nicely it is said this verse um 7 i think 
ಮತಿರ್ನಕೃಷ್ಣೆ ಪರತ ಸ್ವತೋವ ಮಿಥೋಭಿಪದ್ಯೇತ ಗೃಹವ್ರತಾಂತಗೋಭಿರ್ವಿಶತಾಂತಮಿಶ್ರಂ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಶ್ಚರ್ವಿತರ್ವಣಾನ ಸೊ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ವಾಸ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಅ ಕ್ಲಾಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಹಿ ಮೆನ್ಷನ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ನಾವು ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ರಿಪ್ಲೈಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದೇರ್ ಅನ್ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ಸ್ ಟು ಅಡಿಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಟು ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲಿಸ್ಟಿಕ್ ಲೈಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ ಗೃಹವ್ರತಾನ ಮೇಕ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರೆಸ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ ಹೆಲಿಷ್ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ರಿಪೀಟೆಡ್ಲಿ ಚೂಡ್ ದಟ್ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಬೀನ್ ಚೂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲಿನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆರ್ ನೆವರ್ ಅರೌಸ್ಡ್ ಐದರ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ದೇರ್ ಓನ್ ಎಫರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಬೈ ಕಾಂಬಿನೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಬರ್ತ್ ಬೋತ್ ಸೊ ಹಿ ಯು ಸಿ ದೇರ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲಿನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆರ್ ನೆವರ್ ಅರೌಸ್ಡ್ ಈವನ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಯೂಶಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಸೆಟ್ ಇಫ್ ವಿ ಗೋ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಸಾಧೂಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದೆಮ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಯು ನೋ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ರೈಟ್ ವಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ rise in the platform of detachment but why is it said here that persons who are too addicted to materialistic life their inclinations toward krishna are never aroused either by i mean even by the instructions of others of course by their own effort and combination and even combination of both so why why because prabhupada explained although they may hear from others but graha vrata vrata means you know what is vratanam vrata means wow their determination their determination is graha i want to be happy here in this material world i this is my family i want to be in a happy family i want to be in a happy situation so this vrata this wow this determination that they have for materialistic life that is actually the hindrance due to which they cannot make progress like prabhupada said you know the boat there was this party the boatman was um you know a group of people came and saw, sat on the boat during the night so they wanted to cross the boat the boatman was supposed to you know row the boat and take them across the river through the night and by the, the day by the sunrise they were supposed to reach the other side of the river not just across to to a distance so so it was a whole night's journey like about 4 to 5 hours at least so the boatman was rowing and rowing and rowing and rowing and when the sun rose then they saw they were in the same place what happened then everybody woke up and you know they saw hey, what boatman what are you doing no i was rowing no you did you sleep or not did you also sleep with us or you know like what what were you doing in the night no i was rowing continuously i was rowing now what is the problem what is the problem then why why it did not move then uh, by the time or in india you know and when anything happens you know crowds crowds they gather so one of them found out arey the anchor was not removed from that ground from the bed the river bed oh that was the problem so similarly if we are trying to row this boat and go forward in spiritual life but if our anchor in the material life if we are the anchor is you know deep rooted if we are having that vow griha vratanam then we can't go forward we have to voluntarily give up we have our our vrata should be our vow should be how to please krishna but if our if my vow is how to satisfy my family how to keep my family situation and always think of my family more than krishna then i cannot advance even if i hear the instructions of others hearing the instruction means what i hear i learn and i change my thinking and i change my actions this is the flow that is why we should we should hear it is not just just hearing by hearing some magic will happen no by hearing by attentive hearing then 
my thinking will change so my grahavrata i will lose or my my determination to to keep my house in you know my everything about the house my attachment to the house that will slacken and slacken and slacken more towards krishna the the attraction will become more towards krishna and with that because my thinking changes then the actions are supposed to change yes i am actually a servant of krishna not of my family not of my country not of anything therefore i should engage more in krishna's service actually my family members they are also krishna's servants they only forgot they are now thinking that this is their family no i should engage them also in the service of krishna that is proper then one will make advancement otherwise if one wants to maintain his status quo in, in material life then even after hearing so much nothing will change because of graha vratanam okay let's go to the questions um what is the next ajanya mataji there are some terms in psychology id ego and super ego self esteem self efficacy etc is there any terms in vedic philosophy which has same meaning basically identity is uh, ahankar so there is a true ego and false ego our identity is never lost we are always an individual so our true ego our true identity is that we are servant of krishna but when we have false uh, ego that means we have false identity we think we are the body we are belong to this material world in so many ways um this you know this nationality this gender this species this race this color all these things come so that is basically the ahankar is the is the identity you know okay ayappa prabhu so question hari krishna prabhu what do you think about grahasthas who are working as well very serious in mangalarti sadhana and preaching are as are good as a brahmachari or sanyasi yes so even if one is a grahastha if he is serious about um preaching is serious about his sadhana and everything you know chanting and everything so that is actually as good as sanyasi there is no difference because the the surrender is the same you know okay then virendra prabhu what is the difference between saintly beings and normal humans with regards to qualities well saintly beings have all those 50 qualities in more magnified quantities whereas the ordinary beings they don't have all of them they have some of them and not who all on the wrong platform that too that too that's why everything is like not wholesome the next question virendra prabhu by how by our bhakti sadhana will we come to know that lord krishna will accept us in his eternal goloka dham at the end of our material human life no our our business is to follow the process now what krishna again wanting something from krishna is not our real business so as stated in the shrimad bhagavatam we should just do our duty not about huh uh, 329 13 salokya sarshti samipya sarupya ikatvam apyuta diyamanam na grahananti vina matsevanam janah a pure devotee does not accept any kind of liberation salokya sarshti samipya sarupya or ikatva even though they are offered by the supreme personality of godhead so our thing is not to become to go to krishna must um, you know take us back whatever krishna wants we should be always in the mood of service let me just be your servant as prahlad maharaj said you are my eternal master and i am your eternal servant there is nothing more needed than this just let it let the relationship be like that so that's what the real business is that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu said nadhanam najanam na sundarim i don't want anything material and mama janmani janmani shwari um, i'm not even asking for moksha or liberation 
even if it's in the material world whatever you think, f- deem fit for me let it be so but please only one thing i ask is ahaitu kitvai bhakti rahaitu kitvai i want unmotivated devotional service to your lotus feet okay virendra prabhu does sankirtan movement of lord chaitanya gives fallen souls of kaliyuga to participate in the eternal rasa dance in spiritual world uh, yeah golokera premadhana harinama sankirtana so the golokera the golokas um the loving pastimes of goloka have descended in the form of the harinam sankirtan so whoever pass um, becomes perfect in chanting he will go back to goloka and achieve all the uh, participation in krishna's rasa dance or whatever whatever his his um role in the spiritual world even parrots like for example we have you know in the tulsi story we have read you know if you have attended the previous series that we have done in the on the tulsi devi so we know that tulsi maharani has so many parrots and tulsi maharani is arranging the entire pastimes of the spiritual world especially in goloka vrindavan and she has so many messenger parrots and you know monkeys and you know all kinds of animals and birds she's training every them every one of them to sing particular songs to do this bring this and bring that for the service and you know everything she she's arranging so all that is also participation in the raslila dance because you know and and in the raslila when they're dancing there are so many forest like trees and plants and birds and everything they're also participating there in the raslila dance in their own way in their own way they're serving the lordships so it can be in any way raslila means basically krishna is the enjoyer i am meant for his enjoyment that is raslila raslila basically means when one man he dances with many women that is raslila so the only man the only male is actually krishna every one of us we are female because we are prakriti whereas he is purusha we are prakriti we are 7.5 bhagavad gita 7 chapter 5th verse what is that aparem tu itastvanyam vidhime prakritim param jeeva bhuta mahabaho so we are jeeva we are all prakriti of krishna so prakriti means the energy the energy is meant for the enjoyment of the energetic so we are supposed to be enjoyed by krishna in 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 english it is just male and female but in sanskrit male purusha means enjoyer prakriti or female means to be enjoyed so the female is to be enjoyed by the male so in this world whether one has a female body or when whether one has a male body the, con- the the mentality is that of a male we want to enjoy even the woman in this material world she wants to enjoy she wants to have uh, she wants everybody wants sense gratification whether whether male or female so here we are in the purusha mentality that is our problem just like the transgender when when a lesbian you know when the woman thinks she is a man it's illicit sex it, it 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 is not real it is a, it is on a false platform so um that is actually beyond the boundaries of religious life so that is this you know where even this women's liberation like you know we are equal with men and all these things where is coming from the original we started it when we wanted to go separate from krishna we are actually supposed to be female prakriti to be enjoyed by krishna even the cowherd boys or whatever they are supposed to be enjoyed by krishna so in that sense they are female because they are to be enjoyed by krishna prakriti so um we were supposed to do that but we wanted to be enjoyer we wanted to be equal with krishna equal with the male the female wanted to be equal with the male and that's why we are been here we are now suffering similarly the same thing is continuing in a more gross sense 
that the woman wants to be equal with man and the woman is suffering today so <clears throat> and is being exploited so in this way uh, it actually started from there it started from there because we we wanted to be male not a female uh, we wanted to be the enjoyer so the ras leela means basically one male and many females so the ras leela pastime with the gopis is ras leela but everything else also is a grand ras leela because everybody is meant to cooperate with his enjoyment krishna's enjoyment virendra prabhu do communist countries follow a godless civilization since they don't believe in god yes simple answer communist or capitalist anybody socialist or whatever so whatever isms they may create socialism communism capitalism this is and that is everything is just atheism so real real unity will be had only if ishavasya principle is introduced as is explained in the ishopanishad ishavasya medam sarvam then krishna smaranam prabhu um shri prabhupad is the only spiritual revolutionist who internationally and successfully distributed the knowledge of the tree on the bank of the river and its reflection so why should someone else be glorified for it and what type of people are ready to accept such glory yeah so i think you are mentioning the false gurus yeah so basically shri prabhupad is the one who opened this this knowledge for us and therefore his instruction should be followed chakshudan diloje janme janme prabhu shay hrde divya gyan hrde prakashitam so who opened my eyes the person who opened my eyes chakshudan diloje janme janme prabhu shay he is he is my lord birth after birth so that is the guru spiritual master in our case shila prabhupad harsh gupta how to end desire and lust well let's see 10th canto 33rd chapter ಹಾರ್ಟ್ of course um, to read about the playful affairs of the lord with the gopis it is not that we should directly go to the gopis all the pastimes we should read any pastime the pastime of creation and the pastime of the dancing with the gopis is not different any pastime is as good as any other but because especially we are not qualified at the present moment we should first of all read all the pastimes of krishna that's why the bhagavatam starts with so many you know um, pastimes and finally in the 10th canto only we have the ras leela pastime and uh, geet govinda of jayadev goswami they all go into even more depths you know into on this um, conjugal mellows but ordinary living beings we should not delve on those topics at the moment because we are not qualified at that because we we mistake we make the mistake of lust and love we don't we can't um, distinguish sometimes we we may fall into the um, lusty platform if because of our wrong mentality that's why prabhupada said don't read the geet govinda uh, so even rasleela pastimes of course krishna book it is there so you can read that anybody can read that because prabhupada has protected us with his explanations but 
um, directly to delve into Radha Krishna pastimes in the beginning is not recommended. One should read all the other first Bhagavad Gita and you know nectar of devotion, Bhagavatam, all this Chaitanya Charitamrita. We have to read, you know, then we will understand real position. So any pastimes, basically, if you read Krishna conscious literature and try to apply those principles in life, then we will conquer the lust. Kamam Hridrogam. This lust is the disease of the heart. Hrid means heart. Rogam means disease. Kamam Hridrogam. Krishna also said in the Bhagavad Gita, what did he say? It is our greatest enemy. Kama Esha, Shri Bhagavan Vacha, Kama Esha Krodha, Esha Rajoguna Samudbhava, Mahashano Mahapapma Vidhyenam Mihavairinam, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, It is lust only, Arjuna, which is born of contact with the material mode of passion and later transformed into wrath, and which is the all devouring sinful enemy of this world. So, to conquer this is basically chanting. Alright, next question. Sri, if a person becomes a brahmachari in a temple, does he have to give up his talents like art? Can he continue his painting and drawing of Krishna in the temple while doing his sadhana as a brahmachari as well? Basically, your services should not be hampered. It's not that you know, you're giving a service, no, Prabhu, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist, I'm drawing. No, brahmachari means one has to first do whatever service is given to him and find time, you know, whenever he can to do his, you know, his hobbies and everything. So, it is good, painting is good, but at the same time, Brahmachari means you have to be trained. Whatever service is given, we have to do. Brahmachari means that. Not that what service I want to do. No, that is not Brahmachari. Menial servant. Brahmachari Gurukule Vasandanta Gurur Hitam. What is that? Acharan Dasavan Nicha. Gurav Sudhrida Savhridaha. This is 7.12.1. Narad Muni said, a student, student means Brahmachari, here the word is Brahmachari. Brahmachari Gurukule, in the Gurukul. A student should practice completely controlling his senses, he should be submissive and should have an attitude of firm friendship for the spiritual master. With a great vow, the Brahmachari should live at the Gurukul only for the benefit of the Guru. And if you see the Acharan, Dasavat, you see Acharan, Dasavat, Nicha, see the words. Practicing Dasavat means very humbly like a slave. Slave. We have to be a slave of the spiritual master and Nietzsche, submissive and obedient. Then only we will have any good qualities. If you try to be, you know, like a big man, then we will not advance. Next question. Ayapa Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu, I have a strong desire that I should again take birth in a nice Brahmana family and again be a servant of Srila Prabhupada, again to preach the same movement. So if you wish, does Lord grant us the wish? I never wish to be in the heavenly planets, only to bring up the cult of Lord Chaitanya as a perfect Madhyam Adhikari. Don't have your own speculations. You know, once um, one disciple of Prabhupada said, um, Prabhupada, you sometimes said that you know we should go back to Godhead, and one, sometimes you say that you know uh, we should um, preach the message of Krishna consciousness, uh, staying in this world, and you know we should not think of going back to Godhead. Um, what we should do? What, what should we do? Prabhupada said, you, you, you go back to Godhead. <laughs> Preaching will, will be done by people like Prabhupada. <laughs> so, what is, this, um, what is this kind of desire? I want to take birth again in a nice Brahmana family. Where are you getting these ideas? Huh? And again be a servant of Srila Prabhupada. 
what is all this speculation now why can't you be and why, why do you think that a brahmana family birth is necessary for becoming a preacher and why can't you do it now and so if we wish does lord grant us the wish if we wish foolishly the lord, the lord will teach us a real lesson until we come out of the foolishness that that is what the lord will do I don't speculate you know why are you speculating i never wish to be in heavenly planets as if your wish is going to come and krishna is going to you are basically you are not saying wish you are saying order i i order this i don't want to go to heavenly planets krishna you are listening right i am not going to go to heavenly planets i want to be here as a madhyamadhikari preacher what is all this who has control lord has control now he has already put us in a position here just execute the service why why speculating so many things that i want to again take birth in a brahmana family as if as if you know brahmana family birth is very important huh? so these are all not not proper thinking just follow the order yes sir you know what is that i'll show you this was before we close 324 13 what is that एतावत्यूषा कार्यापितरिपुत्रकुमेत गौरवेण गुरोर्वच सन्ट टू रेडर सर्विस टू दर् फादर एक्साक्टली टू दिस एक्सटेट वन शुड ओबे द कमांड ऑफ हिस् फादर और स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर विद ड्यू रेफरेन्स सेंग नॉट वाई सर हाउ सर ऐ वॉन्ट टू डू लाइक दिसर आई नेक्स्ट लाइफ आई वॉन्ट टू कम बैक सर आई वॉन्ट इन ब्राह्मण लाइफ सर वट इज ऑल दिस नो यस सर Prabhupada asked us to preach. Yes, go on, go ahead. That's it. Preach, chant, read, preach. That's it. All right. We'll stop it here. Thank you very much for coming. Shri Ishupanishad ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Anantakoti Vaishnavan ki jai. Nitai Gaur Premanand. Hari Hari Bol. Hari Krishna.